0: hour all right ladies and gentlemen welcome to this edition of ringside ramblings today is march 4th and uh quite uh quite an interesting landscape here in wrestling a couple of news items i wanted to touch on uh here today and there's no one better not a soul on this earth who i would rather cover this with than the one and only wrestling connoisseur sam keola how's it going
1: it's going. It's the Wrestling Connoisseur and family today. Uh, we have Wrestling Connoisseur. Yeah, we have Wrestling Connoisseur Junior back there. Already shouting his opinions and uh, the future world champs over here as well.
0: There you go. So it's kind of a ride along edition of of the podcast. Ride along edition. Nothing wrong with that. Um, always looking for those other perspectives, and it seems like they're fired up today. So we we need to they get on their they're level. Fired up. Uh, we need to get yeah. on their level today. So, a couple of things first coming out of this uh, WWE backstage from last night. Uh, next Hall of Famer was announced. Uh, JBL will be uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, so, I, interesting I absolutely choice. Agree with that yeah. Well, I, I do too. And I think a lot of people are, are, you know, he's coming under fire for it. I think that could be a testament yeah. to his heel work at that time um because think, you know yeah absolutely think back to that time that 2004 2005 time Great. for smackdown uh and you didn't really have any of these big heels that you really could desire no. at the time you know you like had today yeah exactly like today except nobody's capable and or willing uh they're not willing to to let someone get out there and get over like this but but nonetheless I think, um i think some
1: are capable
0: I I do, too. I mean, you got guys like Elias.
1: Tommy, in in my honest, earnest opinion, if WWE would, like, just let go and be like, okay, who here is uh, good on the mic? Who can elicit the crowd? Blah, blah, blah. Your number one guy would be Carl Anderson. And I know a lot of people are going, what? Yeah. Carl Anderson is that good, and he's great on the mic. Um, if you look at Japan, if you go back and you watch all the episodes, Carl Anderson made the Bullet Club just because of his mic work, his heel work, and everything else. So, I mean, he, he, he would be the JBL of today if you just let him go. Um, yeah, JBL, well deserved. I would say, you know, even though I loved him as a heel, I still hated him. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Like, you could appreciate his work that he was doing. And, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, the guy coming out saying he's a wrestling god, um, definitely some great heel work. Put Batista on the map. Um, I don't know if I'd say put Eddie on the map, but there are some great feuds there. Yeah, it was. Uh, put Rey Mysterio on the map. Totally. So, as a champion.
0: Yeah, because you got to think before, before this, you know, Rey was doing the Cruiserweight title. Uh, you know, having matches on, you know, Velocity or whatever it was. Um, so his feud with, with JBL, I think, kind of solidified Ray's status in the company. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think it solidified well,
1: Eddie as well.
0: I, I, maybe I, not I think
1: made so. Eddie, but it, I would say it really solidified him, uh, the the work that they were doing together.
0: If you, if you weren't buying into Eddie beforehand, you bought hey, John into him after that. Yeah, yeah, they had their big uh, you, big match.
1: Yeah, Cena's first world title, I believe, <coughs> was from JBL. Um, if you could say Kurt Angle put him on the map, then JBL definitely solidified Cena as a, a top guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so, totally.
1: Big career there.
0: And, and then always threw a great clothesline. Uh, everything he did was very believable. Um, mm mm-hmm. So had some really great rivalries, and you got to think the character wasn't around that long. You know, it, it just kind of took off. He ended up yeah. surrounding himself with the cabinet. Uh, Orlando Jordan, I think uh, were, were the Bashams involved with that one too. I, I the think, Bashams, yeah, maybe, yeah. They sure. Um, were. Yep. So, so some good stuff, uh, and definitely one one of the better parts of, of SmackDown's history as well. So. Uh, oh yeah. De- definitely well deserved. I think we can agree on that. They almost
1: let him go before that.
0: Did they? I didn't before know before the whole transition.
1: He was almost let go of wow. just Bradshaw, uh, and then they they gave him a shot.
0: I remember before he transitioned to JBL, he he came out with with Ron Simmons. You know they were doing the APA thing, and I just looked at JBL and he had cut his hair by that point and kind of put put the blonde in it or whatever. And I remember thinking how odd that looked. And then you know once we got the the Full transition to JBL, it just fit perfectly. So it was kind yeah. of you, you can kind of see that transition start while he was still doing the APA deal. But uh no, a Hall of Fame worthy career. He went out there. He's one of these guys we talk about reinventing yourself, is a perfect example of that.
1: Yeah.
0: So awesome stuff there.
1: I, I miss the guy actually. <laughs> uh, there, I know he's he's a little bit of an antagonist all the way around. Um, so, you know, the hill work definitely fit his, you know, his personality. Um, but you you can't, you can't say the guy wasn't great in the ring, great on the mic. Um, yeah, he was
0: good stuff. Would you have preferred him to be inducted with Ron Simmons as the APA? Do you feel like Simmons is getting shorted here? Because, you know, he, he, he had a pretty Hall of Fame worthy career himself, you know, even prior to WWE.
1: I think this is probably one of those situations where they will go in together, eventually.
0: So you think Uh-oh. JBL will end up being a two-time Hall of Famer?
1: Yeah, two-time Hall of Famer.
0: Yeah, I yeah. could I could buy that. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: In other news, Just
1: like Ric Flair is going to be Flair's going to be a three-time.
0: Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's crazy. As soon as,
1: as, soon as Randy Orton retires, uh, they'll induct Evolution.
0: Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, could have been Mark Jindrak, man. Could have been. Could have been. Oh man. Instead of Batista, you know, I think it would have worked. I think so too. They they just flat out said, you know, they did want him, and they they went out yeah. there and they were like, well, let's let's do these vignettes anyway. Let's shoot this footage anyway, and you know, see if see if it fits. And and I'm sure you've seen the 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 short vignettes, just them walking along, you know, the street, you know. Jindrak's wearing that trench coat. I think
1: they looked good together. Yeah. Those four looked good together. Uh, Batista, to me, always didn't seem to fit Evolution just right. But I think uh, Jindrak would have.
0: Do you uh, think Jindrak would have been able to have a, if, if they chose him to break off singles, do you think he could have reached the accomplishments that Batista did? Or do you think, you know? Oh,
1: that's a, that's a tough one, you know. And it's it's one of those things where it's, It's a matter of of uh, Triple H as well, you know. If Triple H wasn't behind him, then no, Uh, because I mean Triple H has always been behind Batista. Triple H went out of his way to put Batista on the map himself. He done that to Jindrak, maybe, and then you have JBL do it. You know, I mean Batista. I like Batista. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I I, I remember him as Scott for an interview. I know, right? Go on, Scott. It's hey. God damn it! Always oh, getting his dates and numbers mixed up. <laughs> um, I remember Batista as Leviathan in, in uh, OVW, and and he was quite protected down there, and and built up as this huge monster just because of his look, essentially. And I remember them bringing Kane in to work with him, um, and I'm sure everybody remembers, or some people may remember. Uh, Batista coming in as Deacon, uh, Devon's yep. right-hand man, he sucked, you know, he sucked right away, um, he had a, a decent powerbomb, and that was about it, um, and, you know, he, they just worked with him, and, and you took a lot of guys, a lot of big guys to get him over, Triple H, JBL, Undertaker, um, Eddie even, you know, it, it took a, a long time, in my opinion, to get Batista over, and he was already an older guy, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it's kind of interesting. You want to throw Mark Jindrak in there instead, uh, who had a pretty decent, you know, ring work, um, who had already been around a while. Um, I, I think it could have worked as long as the machine was behind him. Um, crowd support, that... I don't know. You know, it's it's hard to say how the crowd would have taken to him. You know, if we if we just replaced Batista with Jindrak the whole nine yards uh, and say, like, you know, a Ric Flair-Jindrak tag title run, um, I don't know. You know, I, I feel like if Jindrak had been in there, Orton and Jindrak would have had a look better than uh, Batista and Orton as far as the tag yeah, Mark Jindrak was was a wrestler. Uh, he started out in WCW, multi-time WCW Tag Champion. Um, can't remember if he held the US title or not. One of those guys did. I can't remember which one was it.
0: Was it Sean O'Hare? Uh-huh. I, I can't recall. I, I don't. know I, if can't, it was remember. Him, maybe I can't remember. Maybe I, I kind of get O'Hare those guys mixed
1: up. could have been, yeah, because he teamed with Palumbo too for a while, uh-huh. and and they kind of intermixed. Know the the teams are for a bit. He went on to go to um, down in Mexico, uh, wrestled as Mark Marco Corleone. Yeah, uh, and had a good run. Yeah, very I'm, I'm not sure if he's still down there or not.
0: He he, he is, I believe. Um, he did. He's been doing well and down I there for that, at least ten well. years now.
1: Yeah, that's a testament to his ability. So if we look at that, could you know could Batista have gone down there and done that? I don't think so. I don't know. No, I don't I, think so. I don't
0: think so. Jindrak, I think, was more yeah, athletic, Jindrak. and you know, I've I've seen some Definitely. of his Triple A matches. You know, he he's he he was able to kind of get in there and work that style, but working in a way to where yeah. it was more believable than some of their own homegrown talent. Um, yeah. So he, he did it's really a well. The hell of
1: a clothesline. He oh yeah. Oh, clothesline.
0: Yeah. Very athletic. Very gifted. Very athletic. Um, what yeah, if? So you know what? What if?
1: Yeah. <clears throat> what if? Hard to say.
0: Good stuff. I don't know. Um, something else i know you're going to be happy about uh, okay. was, was jeff hardy jeff hardy was on backstage uh and he said <laughs> that's right he said uh you know hey I, I, you know I, i've been in some trouble here you know the past year year and no. a half uh so i went to rehab for the first time in my life uh it's one of the best things what? i could have ever first done time. i know I figured, you would think WWE would have like mandated this, you know, at at least once in the past fifteen years.
1: Like if I Uh. hired him, I'd be like, "Jeff, rehab." He's like, "I haven't done nothing. I've, I him." Like, no, you're getting hired. You do rehab. Right. (laughs) I thought he had rehabbed in TNA.
0: It was, it was a, so it, it, it was an inpatient rehab. He he specified so maybe there could have been like an outpatient rehab okay. he attended, uh, but but okay. he he totally apparently dedicated himself went and lived at this place for you know whatever three months five months. Um, huh. Had knee surgery. Um, oh. He said he's cleared. He's cleared. That would have been hard to read. Now. So.
1: Get knee surgery while you're doing rehab. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't know about that one. Yeah, how, how does that work? That, that's that's got to be tough, you know? And and I don't know. I Man, you know, I don't know about Jeff. You know, he's just... I don't think he's... He's not the more talented of the Hardys, in my opinion. Um, Definitely not. Matt is light years ahead of him. Yeah. But Jeff has always been the more popular one. And, and that's because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know if, if it's... Yeah,
1: that throb uh, appeal.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's always been that way.
1: Um, and it has, and I mean that's something that's. I don't know how long they're going to wrestle, but that's something that eventually fades away. Um, even though he's quite, uh, um, what do you call it, preserved from all the drugs he's taken, um, eventually that will that will disappear. Just because, I mean, it does. You know, if you look at hair bands, those guys, you know, aren't young anymore. Either. <laughs> no, and that that heartthrob notion kind of disappears. Um, I think Jeff, you know, if he if he is going to continue wrestling, he has to change his style, and he knows that's why he he wants to quit using the uh, spontane
0: and Here's the thing, though, and I, I will say this about Jeff. I I know we we can be critical of him sometimes. You know, when he was doing his heel work in TNA, he showed that he could work a little bit different. Um, yeah. And, and I think that was probably some of the best work he, he's done. Um, I gotcha. I so I, I don't know if that, that, you know, we go a similar direction with him this time. I don't think they will. Um, I, I think we'll just kind of get the It'll same be, thing.
1: it be interesting since uh, Matt's gone, uh, for now at least, and, you know, Jeff I'm sure has some time tacked onto his his uh, contract what they'll do with him um, you would think the Hardys are worth more together than apart so I don't know if they'll sit on him but they'll send him to uh, NXT or they'll just job him out to get somebody else over or what I
0: don't know I don't know that's a good question um, I know he's had his issues I wouldn't doubt and, and this is kind of a bold statement I wouldn't doubt at some point we get one more world world title run um wow really yeah I, 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 I've got I got that I feeling
1: I can see like as a transitional champion I can see <clears throat> anything more than that I'd be, it'd be pushing it man you can't take him overseas yeah um uh, uh, because of drugs um uh, you, you can't um can't do a lot with him, honestly. Uh, but yeah, I, if you want to use him as a transitional champion or something? Totally. You know, have him carry it for uh, a couple weeks, a month or two. I can see that. Yeah. Give us what we want. Party versus Goldberg.
0: There you go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. I want
1: to see Jeff Hardy versus Roman Reigns, and I want to see a Roman Reigns is Ugh. Wow! Delete.
0: <laughs> if they did it, his.
1: I could totally get behind that. Good you know? stuff. You see that? If Matt Hardy goes to AEW and he's doing Broken Matt, and he gets over again, you know they're going to do it with Jeff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I, I can see it. I could see it. Um. Oh. It, it's just you know. We, we sit here, we record this stuff, we talk about this stuff, and I, I, I don't know if I care. I mean, I, we're kind of obligated yeah. to talk about some of this stuff, but WWE has so many wrestlers on their <laughs> roster that it's like, Jeff, Jeff Hardy comes, Jeff Hardy goes, I don't really care. Someone like Matt Hardy, yeah. I want to personally support because of how much effort, how creative he is, um, and, and just because you know he he's really taking things outside the box... Um, yeah so you want to support someone like that Jeff I feel like he's a little more expendable and, and that's just me mm-hmm. How many was that? Yeah so drink it
1: all. okay
0: All right let's see what else you, you uh, Sam recorded a really good episode the other day uh, kind of weaving in uh, social issues into into professional wrestling so I wanted to get your take on this and, and kind of bring that back up a little bit. Okay. Um, Wrestling Inc. conducted an interview with Moose, uh, the Impact Wrestling star, the other day. And and they asked him about, you know, well, hey, would you want to challenge Tessa Blanchard for the Impact World Championship? Uh, And here's what he had to say. Uh, Moose said, I don't want to focus on a title right now because that wouldn't be a challenge. A woman has that title, and I want a challenge. I could go the easy route and challenge for the world title, but how great is that if I beat a woman? I'm looking for a challenge, and nothing against Tessa. But I am Moose. That wouldn't be a challenge, he said. I'm not saying she's not a deserving world champion, but she's just not a challenge for me. Um, and it would be considered... <laughs> it, it would be considered bullying if I challenged Tessa because I know I could easily win the world title in less than five minutes. How great would that make me? Ooh. Yikes. Uh,
1: hopefully this is kayfabe. You know, I mean, ho- Hopefully. Uh if not, that's, that's a very damning statement to make in today's uh, society. Uh, I mean, he, there, I'm sure there's a lot of people that feel that way. But like I said in the, the podcast the other day, um, I've known several women that uh, tough as nails. Yep. Not only could take out a lot of men, have taken out a lot of men. <laughs> um, and, you know, I'm just being straight up honest, you know. Out of all the men I know, these couple of women would whip their asses. Yeah, I have no doubt about it. Um, so, so to make a statement like that, I think is you know it, it is a bit asinine. Hopefully, it's in character to, to set this feud up.
0: You know, I kind of, I kind of feel like it is kayfabe. Um, I hope so because he's talking about it being a challenge. You know, nothing in wrestling is technically yeah. a challenge except you know developing your skills, working on your promos, keeping keeping fit. Uh, the the competition the in the ring behind
1: it, you know. is uh, keeps Tessa an underdog.
0: What? Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, it'd, it'd be an interesting. thing. as an
1: underdog as a world champion. You know, we we've got a rocky moment set up right here with Tessa as world champion. Tessa Blanchard, it's uh, she's a third generation or second generation? Third. Third generation. Yeah, yeah. she's the daughter of uh, one of the four horsemen. Uh,
0: and and Tully's dad yeah. was Joe Blanchard, so third third generation. Right.
1: Third, yeah. Right. Third generation, and she is the first ever world champion. That's a woman. What? Yeah, <laughs> she beat Sammy Callahan no less, in a
0: brutal match. It was up. a good match. I I like that. <laughs> that was a fight. I want
1: it that now. Well, not right now, but I'll let you watch it later. Um, good match, good stuff. I like Tessa. I, I do. I think it's it's a great way to put eyes on your product because nobody else is doing it. Um, the you know, at least the quote unquote IWC wants it. Um, I don't, that's another story for another day, but, uh, the IWC, um, but people want to see intergender wrestling They're, you know, it's, it's a marketable thing right now. And, um, you know, I think it's interesting. You have a, a women's world champion right now. Hopefully they give her a good run. It could shine light on the women's division as well later on. Um, and it, it says,
0: I think you're cutting out there, Sam. Um, but no, I think you're absolutely right. And, and we say this often on the podcast is that Impact Wrestling is one of the few companies right now, and actually probably the premier company right now, who is actually taking the intergender wrestling, putting it on the map, going all out with it. So Impact Wrestling is not really brought up enough in the discussion of, uh, of companies in, in the world of wrestling you know, I feel like they get ousted quite a bit. They're 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 treated almost as if they're the redheaded stepchild of the professional wrestling industry just because of their history as TNA wrestling, um, and it seems like they really just don't get a fair shake. But all things considered, Impact Wrestling is the front runner of intergender wrestling. If you consider yourself a fan of intergender wrestling, if you're someone who wants. Uh, you know more equality in wrestling, so to speak. And you're not supporting Impact Wrestling; you're doing yourself and, and that uh, that that movement a disservice. So, uh, what we're going to do now is we're going to take a short break. Uh, head on over to our friends at Powerslam TV, hear what they got to say, um, and then I'm going to try to reconnect with the wrestling connoisseur Sam Kiola. We're going to wrap this thing up. Stay tuned. Can you hear me now? All right, we're back. I can hear you. Uh, that was not the uh, spot for Power Slam TV that I just promised. That was actually uh, a spot there for Anchor, for all you listening. <laughs> so, uh, my apologies. Sometimes I get a little bit confused. Uh, but you all know that by now if, uh-huh. if you actually listen. So, I really need to step up my game. But, You've been you know, dropped
1: on your head a few times. You know.
0: well, see, I, I said Power Slam TV, which is a great company. Use the code squared circle to get your first week free. Uh, it's a great company. Over five yeah, thousand hours of cool. indie wrestling content at your fingertips. But I'm trying to get more sponsors on this podcast, so I'm trying to do it the right way. That would be nice, you know. So thanks to yeah. Anchor, um, we don't record through you guys very often, you know. But your your distribution service is wonderful. So, all right, um, back to the action. You're so I, nice, John. I know, too nice. That's a fault fault of mine. Um, fair, yeah, I am pretty fair. I, f- I feel like I'm fair. Um,
1: uh, I get it. Fifty uh, percent.
0: <laughs> she she gets it. <laughs> she gets it. Actually, it's Last about twenty five percent. Oh really? Because technically, oh, wow. yeah, I've got I'm working with four names here. So anyway, oh, well, wow. yeah, it's it's horrible. No, another, another story for another time. Um, I, I'm considering <laughs> changing my name actually. Just because it makes no sense. Um, to Hogan. Actually, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Terry. Um, anyway. Oh. I don't know what what else is going on. Today's Wednesday. NXT, AEW. Lance Archer's debut tonight. Um, nice. Should be good. Everybody's gonna die. I mean, it's just something. One of those Are things. The dumbest person.
1: I kind of wrap that, that up
0: for you, Sam. Unless you got more to say, <laughs> sorry. Um, you put me in these predicaments, I and I, I got to do something. You know,
1: it's my bad. That's okay. You know, I had a phone call. You just totally cut cut me off. So, um, I don't know. I, I don't know what else to say about it. Honestly, I think it's a good setup. Um, I think it's a good reflection of where society is today, where we're going, <laughs> and I think if. Uh, Done properly, they they build up this rocky, tight setting for a world title that wrestling's kind of missing in general.
0: Well, and and I said it when oh, when you yes. got connected disconnected before the break. If if you support intergender wrestling, uh, you support you know more equality in wrestling, and you're not supporting impact. You're doing a disservice to to that movement um, because they really are the front runners okay. of that. You can't look at any other company. They really right are. Now. That has that kind of platform, that has that kind of recognition, and and ignore the fact that they put their world title on a female, and then say, well, yeah, I great. like intergender wrestling, but Impact sucks. You can't do that. Right. So, it, it's good stuff, right. though. Ho- hopefully it is all kayfabe with Moose, and I think a match between those two would be pretty crazy. And from a kayfabe mm-hmm. perspective, that would really oh, test it, uh, yeah. Tessa. Well, that's a tongue twister. Um that would test, test 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 test. <laughs> um um Tesla
1: her Tesla. No, come on guys, don't
0: test Tesla uh, and her Tesla. Oh man. Driving
1: here. Commuting here and then these assholes don't know how to drive. Adam! Hey, cut that out. <laughs> Alright, anyway.
0: Anyway. Um <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Anyway, you can cut that out if you want. um yeah, I can do that. <laughs> I, I can try. Um I don't know. I'm running out of stuff to say here. Um, Lance Archer debut should be good. Um, AEW is kind of announcing. We have any idea and, when
1: Killer Cross will debut?
0: No idea. Uh, no clue what they're doing. I'm suspecting oh, NXT. Yeah. Um, oh, it's
1: absolutely going to be NXT.
0: Wouldn't? Wouldn't that would be tonight? I mean, they ran the vignette last week. Um, I don't know. Big man debut versus a big man debut. You know, for this uh, alleged ratings war. Um, no. Should be. Well, you think if,
1: if they already know Lance Archer is going to debut, they would try to try to steal some viewership doing that? But
0: would would you flip the channel from AEW?
1: Honestly, I wouldn't.
0: I think I would. And I hate
1: to say that because because um, I'm a big Killer Cross fan, but the product NXT is putting out right now, and I know a lot of people are going to be like jaw hit the floor, but I do not care for what we get in the ring. It, to me, it's just, um, it's, it's too spotty, you know, when you have the standard being Keith Lee versus Dajakova, bitch, that, you know, it's just spot, 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 uh, no psychology, uh, people aren't used really the right way, in my opinion. You know, we got Killian there. We've got Rizongo there. We've got some names that don't get used that could help elevate some of these other talents. Um, guys who have a lot of experience in the ring who aren't getting, getting used to put anybody over or teach them or anything like that. Uh, so, yeah, I, in my opinion, it's, it's bad booking, uh, it's bad storytelling. And the character development's kind of negligible. So there, I've said it. <laughs> Everybody's beloved NXT, I just, uh, I just took to the shitter. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think I would change it. To channel, to be honest. There's nothing exciting going on, in my opinion.
0: You, you, you just now, sound we like get? A, a modern day Vince Russo over here.
1: Hey, just negative. listen, bro. <laughs> what are we gonna get? Killer Cross versus Boa? Uh-huh. Bro. I don't think we're going to get Killer Cross We'll get Victor Boudreaux
0: My blood you know, boils The man
1: of many faces or something like that You know I don't think we're going to get Killer Cross at all I don't think we'll get Kevin Cross uh, They're not going to call him Cross Because we got Nikki Cross They're not going to call him Killer Because it's PC We've already had the Viking uh, Viking Warriors now, Or Viking whatever they are now Experience, whatever they they did. Yeah, name changed like three or four times. First You can't have if you can't have war in the name. you Can't have killer in the name. Um. So, Victor Boudreau.
0: Unless they spin it, like, oh, that's killer, dude. You know, he becomes like a, a surfer character. And he, he thinks everything's killer. Oh, there you killed. go. And he
1: can team with. He can team with Matt Riddle.
0: Perfect, Bruh. Wow. Bro. bro, bro. Sounds like a bad burp. Um, just terrible stuff. I mean, I, I agree with you. Listen, I'm not arguing. Uh, AEW's products is far superior to what AE, or uh, NXT is doing. But oh, man, it's just one of those things where I've been following Cross for for a while now. I, I know you have too. Um, I don't know. You know. I don't know. I don't. I think I would flip the channel to see Cross, but you know, if it if it comes to the point where Archer debuts and Cross debuts at like the same time for some reason, ah, man, you're killing me. I think I would flip on an NXT. I do. Um, it's not something I'm proud of. It's not something I want to admit um, because I I completely agree with you that that the in ring work is just terrible for the most part, and and I know. I know a lot of people most people don't feel that way but uh it, it's just it's it's, a, it's like a circus man it really is so I don't know I I don't know where where we would go from there you know as far as Cross like he makes his debut you're you're thinking that he's not going to be killer cross I'm kinda I'm kinda on the fence about it. You know, he's a businessman. He's taken years to build this brand. Would he just willingly give it up? And we know WWE sees the value in this guy because there's been these reports where you know he's being offered main roster money. Um but what do you do? I don't I don't know. I don't know where we go from there, so um Seems like you have left me again, Sam. You've left me again. I'm texting you. I'm going to text you. You're killing my back here. (laughs) <laughs> um, it's just kind of one of those things where, you know, we, we've seen this stuff happen many times in wrestling before, you know, you, you, like the Sid Vicious interview with JR, you know, he's like, he says something ridiculous. He's like, Hey, let's do that again. And JR is like, Hey, we're live, pal. Anything can happen when you're doing stuff like this. Uh, so you always need to be prepared. Unfortunately, I'm not. So, uh, in other news, and maybe when you get back, we can talk about, um, Cross and, and Archer a bit more, CM Punk is set to star in a new supernatural horror movie called Jacob's Wife with horror legend Barbara Crampton. Uh, filming has wrapped up on this project after an under-the-radar shoot in Canton, Mississippi. Uh, the movie follows a woman who is in her late 50s. Uh, she discovers a new sense of power that comes with a heavy toll following a chance encounter with a uh, uh, menacing figure called the master so cm punk you know wrapping up here with his his acting chops getting back in the game uh doing his thing cm punk um in the new movie should be should be an interesting one if that's your kind of thing uh some people kind of like try to distance themselves from horror movies i think they're okay sometimes they can come off you know a little bit cheesy i think i like more of what what would be classified as a psychological thriller, um, but I can get down and dirty with some with some ghosts and and gore, whatever you know. That doesn't bother me. Um, I know a lot of people kind of get squeamish, uh, but as for me, yeah, it is what it is. WWE officials are currently planning their return to the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. There's no word yet on exactly when the next event will take place, but PW Insider reports that they are looking to return in late October or early uh, November. Uh, the return date of Thursday, August 20th, was pitched at one point, uh, believed to be for an event in Jeddah, but that idea was nixed because of how close it would be to SummerSlam weekend and the likelihood that temperatures would be in the 100 to 120 degree range. Jesus! WWE held their Super Showdown 2020 event in uh, Saudi Arabia on Thursday, the, February 27th. Before that, Crown Jewel in late October of 2019. It's a possibility, possibility that they're going with the Crown Jewel name again for, for this event this fall, but that has not been confirmed. So WWE working on their plans back uh, to head back to second or uh, Saudi Arabia. So interesting news there. Um, Something else that I can't really wrap my head around personally is that The Undertaker is tweeting. I can't get over this. You know, how does The Undertaker tweet? Does he use a computer? Does he sit down, you know, traditionally at a desktop? Does he, you know, get out his little mouse, his little mouse pad? Does he, you know, put his password into the computer and, and, you know, type in twitter.com and tweet? Does he use a mobile device? Is the dead man a little more technologically advanced than we would imagine him to be? You know, Maybe he downloaded the Twitter app, and he gets on there, he grabs his phone, you know, sets it on Do Not Disturb so, so nobody can call him while he's trying to tweet? I don't know, but he, he was a little upset um, because his wife, Michelle McCool, reacted to not being included in a WWE photo gallery of women who had held a championship in the company. Uh, The Undertaker tweeted at WWE after they corrected this error to include McCool. He tweeted, Too little, too late. Dot, dot, dot. Unbelievable! With two exclamation marks. The dead man, seemingly a very animated tweeter. Um, I, I just can't get over it. I didn't know you got Wi-Fi in morgues. Maybe i'll give him the benefit of the doubt maybe he's tweeting in a hearse instead Uh, some ring of honor news coming at you roh announces new names for upcoming tournaments Uh, two new participants for an upcoming roh pure title tournament fred yehi has been announced for the 16-man tournament to crown a new roh pure champion other names include marty Skrull, tracy williams mark haskins Selects um, Rocky Romero, Alex Shelley, Doug Williams, and Jonathan Grisham, who is the fiance I believe, of current Impact Knockouts champion Jordan Grace. They were previously announced for this championship tournament. Uh, as it stands, there are currently seven spots left for that tournament. So some good stuff there. Uh, another tournament ROH is having is for their women's championship to crown the inaugural ROH women's champion uh Tasha Steels, who also works in NWA uh Martina Jenny Rose Katarina Angelina Love Kellyanne Sumi Sakai other names being announced for this there's seven spots left in that so ROH work in the tournament angles I definitely love wrestling tournaments that'll be something to keep your eyes on in other news Matt Hardy continues to fuel speculation on where he might end up now that he's a free agent Matt Hardy is currently free to go wherever he wants after his contract expired on March 1st. He took to Twitter during last night's Impact Wrestling episode and praised the company and said he was very happy and proud of the job that they have done to rebrand and reshape Impact Wrestling. Uh, So, Impact fueling speculation, or Matt Hardy fueling speculation, that he may end up back in Impact Wrestling. Speaking of controversy, Ricochet is kind of in the middle of a slump, as we've talked about here on the podcast before. Uh, with losing his past straight two matches, going from fighting for the WWE title to losing that match, and then the, the, the next episode of Raw, fighting for the 24-7 title against uh, Riddick Moss and losing that match as well. Um, and Ricochet kind of got on Instagram and he said, he, he put this quote on here. He said, It's not too bad to dream, but you also have to consider what's realistic Whether you win or lose, looking back and learning from your experience is a part of life. So, Ricochet, trying to keep a good attitude here. Um, Trying to hang in there. Probably feeling a little bit down that he lost cleanly to Riddick Moss. Because there's no shame in losing to Lesnar. But Riddick Moss? That's a stretch. Bit of a stretch there. Uh, That would probably upset me. Um, But... You know, we, we talked about it the other day. Just send them off to 205 Live. Be done with it. Um, please, please spare us. Quick preview of AEW Dynamite. Uh, they've announced some of the matches and angles we can expect on the show. Uh, John Moxley, the new AEW World Champion, and Darby Allin will take on Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara in a tag team match. Pack versus Chuck Taylor. Big debut of Lance Archer, Leva Bates versus Big Swole, and other fallout from the AEW Revolution pay per view. So it's shaping up to be a pretty good show. Uh, definitely looking forward to the debut of Lance Archer. Uh, and the tag team match is intriguing Moxley and Allen versus Jericho and Guevara. Uh, perhaps we're starting to lay the groundwork here for the Blood and Guts episode of uh, AEW Dynamite uh, on, uh, I believe it's March 25th. So definitely something to keep your eye out on there. Uh, should be some good stuff. I would expect uh, I would expect Jericho and Guevara to win that match. Um, I would expect them to pull off the win. You know, maybe use some underhanded tactics uh, with the um, other members of the Inner Circle. I would think that. Um, you know whether it's a roll-up of the tights or maybe Hager gates gets involved. Uh, I think he would end up, you know, helping secure the win for for the inner circle here um, to lay the groundwork heading into the Blood and Guts pay-per-view. Welcome hey back, up. wrestling connoisseur. What about that? Uh huh. Uh
1: huh.
0: Yeah. Hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? I can hear you. I can, can you hear, hear you. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Hello. Yikes. Can't hear me. But I can hear you. Are you there? I'm here. I'm
1: here. Oh, why isn't it connected? There he is. Alright, I'm just gonna throw it up here on my my thing. Since apparently the Bluetooth's not working now.
0: I tell you what, my mouth is dry. I've been carrying you for (laughs) fourteen minutes. You blowed Whew. up. I'm tired. You blowed up. I am exhausted. Uh, I've covered about five news topics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stretching this thing out, man. Waiting for you to come back. It's uh, just
1: like when Jake the Snake just feeding into Sting, and he just kept saying, body slam. Body
0: slam.
1: <laughs> body slam. Body slam. Oh, man. Sting was all blowed up.
0: All blowed up. Uh, I was I've just... never heard that one before. I, I was just talking about the... Uh, AEW card for tonight on Dynamite. Uh, their main event is Moxley and Allen versus Jericho and Guevara. And I'm speculating that uh, this is somehow going to set up the, the big blood and guts match coming up on the 25th. Oh, nice. That's, that should be good. I, I'm, I'm thinking that somehow, you know, whether it's an underhanded tactic or whatever, I think Jericho and Guevara will probably win tonight and give us a reason to, to keep this thing going. Um, yeah heading to, should that be big interesting payoff. to
1: see what they do to keep it going
0: well I'm, I'm thinking they might just you know they might go a more traditional route interference with the inner circle some kind of underhanded tactic um, yeah. something you know because be- I'm not sure we're not going to get another moxley Jericho match I, um, I would kind I of think so. I, w- I would think so too I wouldn't doubt they could possibly end up a trilogy if they can give us enough reason to to keep going with it, which I think I think yeah. they could.
1: I mean, uh, Jericho has a three-year contract, so yeah, yeah,
0: he he's in I, he's in for a while. Yeah, you know, I, I, would, I would
1: not be surprised. Jericho is champion again by the end of the year.
0: I I totally agree with you. Um, I would think almost. He might win it in their second match. He might win it back and then keep it after the third match, you know. So something like that. I, I don't know. Yeah.
1: You know, just a, a uh, throwback to the old Flair NWA days, really. Uh, there was some good stuff. They got a lot of longevity out of Flair. <coughs> Excuse me, just by uh, by doing that, you know. They take the belt off of him for three months, uh, have him chase it, get it back underhandedly, and, and then defend it. And then you end up moving on to, to the next guy, passing that torch along. Totally. Uh, I don't see why they wouldn't do that with with Jericho.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Uh, I think that's definitely a plausible approach for AEW to take um, moving forward. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm about out of stuff to talk about here. Um, Well, I think we,
1: I don't know, you may have covered it because uh, I was gone for a little bit there, but did you talk about the spider? Nope. We don't want to talk about
0: it? (laughs) Do you want to talk about the spider?
1: I kind of do, because I feel like this is, is one of those scenarios with exactly what's wrong with WWE. You know, a lot of people love it and all this shit, but to me, this is where it all breaks down. Uh, And that is storytelling. I touched on that yesterday. Storytelling. Where is it? You know, they they had this cage. So somebody had to have this creative idea. Let's give Rowan a cage. Like he needed something other than just being a big monster himself. Which he didn't. You know, just, just use him as a monster. But no. Let's give him a cage. Because eventually we're going to have him... Uh, job out to Brock Lesnar in the rubble in less than two seconds. So he's got to have something. Let's give him a cage with some creature in it that scares everybody. Oh, yeah, what kind of creature is it going to be? I don't know. Okay, let's do it. Like, how is that a professional storytelling in any capacity? Beats me. Uh, (laughs) I've made the offhand comment. I don't pun intended. Um, it might as well had been Mark Henry Mae Young's hand sign.
0: Would have been better.
1: You know, at least it would fit this, this ridiculous, um, you know, as, as ridiculous as the spider is, that hand would have fit. It's just, it's very sad. Um, it's obviously it was just awful. Like when you texted me, like, you're not going to believe this spoiler uh it's an animatronic hand <laughs> or an animatronic spider yeah. in uh in the <clears throat> goddamn cage. Um uh, I think I think the hand would have been just as ridiculous as the hand would have been, it would almost have been more entertaining uh just because it would be so much more ridiculous. But I d I don't know. What was your first thought when you saw and wave that
0: goddamn spider around um i couldn't believe my my, so so let me me back up just a little bit first of all i couldn't believe that they were wasting this payoff no offense to jose but (laughs) in a backstage segment Uh that's not going to amount to anything the spider itself was complete trash That was my first thought. (laughs) I would have preferred it to be almost like a letter. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or or some kind of a scroll or a script or something to keep it going. You know, all this time we're thinking we're going to get this visual object in this cage to to elicit some kind of emotion. But what if it was something like that? What if it was a piece of paper, almost like, you know, this is some kind of a... A code or, or uh, you know, to, to something even bigger.
1: Well, see, they, they really limited themselves because they had Rowan stick his hand in and he pulled it out and there was blood. Like it bit him. Yeah. So they really limited, limited them, themselves on it. But that one, they already said, like, this is something that can attack you. It's not just something scary. Like it, you opened it up and there's a skull inside there. Or like just a severed human head. Now we know it's something that's going to attack. And, um, yeah, they just, I think they just kept limiting themselves and narrowing it down, narrowing it down, and to the point where they go, okay, well, it has to be something scary. Well, what's scary, or what's everybody afraid of? And Vince probably saw a spider going into his office or something, It was like, it's a spider! They're scary, (laughs) goddammit. It's good shit.
0: Ugh.
1: You know, it was probably something waste ridiculous of time. like that.
0: You know, TV, I would imagine, you know, TV time ain't cheap. And, right. And right. To, to waste it like this is just... no Nobody wins in the end. It's not yeah. entertaining. You know. I think the, that's
1: the, probably the biggest thing from it is that nobody wins in the end with this. I mean, you have, Rowan is not going to get over more no. from having a spider in the cage. And what do you do from here on out? Do you... Do you not cover the cage now when you when you have him come to the ring? You know, this isn't like a... Are they going to get a tarantula or something? Because you're, you're not... Goddamn. What are you going to do? Are you going to do it like Jake the Snake and just have a big tarantula that you take everywhere and uh, put it on your opponents after they get knocked out? I mean, are they going to go that route?
0: I don't think so. I think that's a dangerous route to take because if the thing flips over, you're probably going to see its battery pack. Um. And I'm not even trying to be funny, but like you you you'll end up seeing like this is clearly fake, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't oh. know man. Unless
1: they use a real one, but then you run the risk of that getting away. And I mean, if it, you know, if it is a real one, it's gonna be fast. <laughs> so I mean, there's that. Uh... Um, it's yeah, it's just a bad situation that they should have just completely skipped. It's a, a horrible storyline.
0: I would have preferred it almost to be one of those masks, the white masks. That's, um,
1: I suggested maybe it was Kane's mask. That'd be good. And that would have opened up a whole, whole new storyline. You know, um, you could have transferred the power from mask to mask. And then, uh, you know, maybe then it's revealed later on. It's just the sheep mask, but it looks like, you know, Kane's, Uh, black and red or something. Uh, I mean, they could have gone lots of different routes. Unfortunately, they went, this one is horrible. Absolutely horrible.
0: Yeah. I'm kind of just apathetic towards it. Um, Such good shit though. No, no,
1: no. All right. Do we got anything else? Is that it? I mean,
0: no, I think I'm gonna go jump off the bridge now, um, <laughs> because it's it's just so terrible. I mean, it's it's it's, it's bad. It's pretty
1: pretty bad out there. It's kind of I don't know. Um, did you cover Michelle McCool? I did. Yeah. Okay. I did. Um, and uh, Undertaker not too happy. It should be yeah. interesting to see where WrestleMania goes now.
0: Still trying to figure out how you know how you get Wi-Fi in a morgue. Um, not mm, yeah. not sure how that works. Maybe he has or a good not. data package. Um, weird huh. stuff. Weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's a strange time to be a wrestling fan, but uh, it is. I am looking forward to to seeing if Cross debuts tonight and uh, Lance Archer Lance Archer's debut. Uh, yeah. Not not that All it right. even matters, you know. True. 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 There, there's no okay, payoff. Well. No no
1: payoff. You All know. Right. I guess that's that's that. That's we'll leave it at that. Leave
0: it at that.